1: And we coming from our basement to your headphones Really even know who we
0: are But changing the unknown In a wild time Thank you for downloading the Podcast podcastianos
1: Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne
0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast podcastianos I'm Jordan Hall and I'm joined as always by the show's very own celebrity It's Mr. Eric Wayne Eric, how are things going in your glamorous, star-studded life?
1: You know, it's a Hollywood lifestyle for me. I spend most of my day signing autographs, fending off paparazzi, and uh, you know, lounging by a pool.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... with uh,
1: you know, getting getting those those uh, beach body shots. You know, they're they're always all over me, but that's how it works.
0: Yeah, I, I was imagining you were body shots of of the alcohol variety, but yeah, I suppose <laughs> photos too.
1: Yeah, you know, I. Just appearing in Us Weekly a lot, that kind of thing.
0: Um, I bring this the, the celebrity angle up because I'm pretty sure that I saw um, Carter Oosterhouse at the Meyer Deli today in T.C.
1: What? Um, so if you're gonna grade, like you have A-list celebrities, then B-list celebrities, where would he rank in the alphabet of celebrities?
0: I feel like you hear A, B, and D a lot. He's <laughs> right. got to be in that C list, like, right? I mean, he's still, I think he's still actively like on TV and stuff, but I mean, he probably could walk down the streets of most cities and be, be cool. Obviously yep. he has some sort of, I think he might've gone to St. Francis or something. Like he has TC ties. Oh. Um,
1: he's got a big endorsement deal with a bank here in GR. Oh, that's Lake right. Uh,
0: like Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Lake yeah Mich- I've seen right him on here. a couple of commercials too. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I, I usually am the type that like, oh, I'll see, oh, that dude looks like so-and-so and Whitney will be like you're nuts no no it's not him but she actually told me like you know yeah that actually probably is him so i I was feeling pretty good about that it was actually true um the big thing is he was wearing cargo shorts which kind of made me question like does somebody who is a celebrity i mean i'm putting celebrity in air quotes here celebrity wear cargo shorts i I don't know
1: why why does everybody dog on cargo shorts just because like it's a it's a dad thing and they're not stylish.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that would... I
1: don't because of the of the reputation of said shorts. Because I'm like, oh, I can't wear those. People might, you know, not like me. That'd be bad. <laughs>
0: that that would be really bad. Yeah. Um, and, and it made me wonder, like, do you think somebody of his status should have like somebody going to fetch their cold cuts for them? Like, of all of the life <laughs> tasks, going to a grocery store deli and dealing with the the hermits that that live in the grocery store deli. That's something that I would be okay with just cutting out completely. You got to have like a a cold cut lackey or something, no?
1: In, 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 in turn to fetch that for you. I yeah. think you need to be at least an A-list celebrity to have lackeys. Okay. You know, people like to do things for themselves too. I mean. Do they? Just because you could afford some somebody to do something for you doesn't mean you might not enjoy doing it yourself.
0: That's, but no, if you Nobody can... enjoys going to the deli, though. Let, let's be honest. And nobody enjoys going to Meyer in general. He can afford uh, shipped for for sure. I mean, yeah, nothing that, else. That's true. That's um,
1: true. So, Pulling it, down that Sweet Lake Michigan Credit Union money,
0: <laughs> that sweet sweet money. Um, if you could have a lackey that you could get him to do just one thing for you, what would you have them do?
1: Mm, that's a that's a good question. Pro- probably go to Meyer and go get my groceries. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty good. One.
0: I've actually discussed maybe the whole. Maybe do shift. all my
1: work for me. Do
0: That'd all your work. Uh, I yeah, don't, I feel like you're you're stretching the job description of a lackey oh, a little fine, bit. too much with that.
1: Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. May, maybe not. Um, I would have. How them. How about you?
1: What, yeah, yeah. I'd what have, have them you have audio
0: edit the show for
1: us, <laughs> so we
0: could just do it, and then they would take care of all the rest. Um, my, my
1: favorite part. My favorite part. The hall is like we'll record, and it's like an hour long show. And then after we record, you have it out sometimes in like 15, 20 minutes, sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's not listening to the whole thing. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Just no. find the little clips and throw it together. Yeah, I,
0: I throw in Blaine, I throw in your mom, and it's good to go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We need to upgrade our bumps, dude. We, yeah. Speaking of celebrities, we need more celebrity bumps.
0: How how do you how do you suppose that we go about doing this? I'm all for the idea. I don't have any plan for execution. Well,
1: the, the trick is just to expand the definition of celebrity okay. until you get somebody. All right.
0: What I've I thought a couple times is you know how you can find like on YouTube all the I'm so and so and you're listening to 97.5. We just cut <laughs> yeah. out the 97.5 and have like a bunch of them. I'm yeah. Miguel Cabrera, I'm Justin Verlander and then at the and end then I'll we say, have Blaine.
1: Exactly. And then I'll just add that at the end. That's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if if we have any um <laughs> I say this as somebody who edits audio for the show. If you have any audio editing wizards out there, make us one of those. Put in, put in as famous a people as you can. Um, anyway, let's get back to the serious business. Um, it brings us to this week's leadoff question: Who is the most famous person you've seen out and about?
1: Well, uh, I met Phil Coke. That was fun. Uh, I was at a Tigers game and going through the D shop, and all of a sudden there was Stan Van Gundy. That's a good one. In the D shop. So, and everybody was kind of. You know, crowding around him and wanting photos. I'm not much of a a chaser. I, I just kind of took in the scene. I don't need to meet Stan Van Gundy. It's fine. I see him on TV. That's that's enough.
0: Plus, it's it's Stan um, Van Gundy. Like, I I don't know that I'd yeah. go in for a pick there either. Yeah, he's like the very um, most bottom level as far as like boring
1: people. <laughs> don't tell Stan um, I said that. Right. I've met Kirk Cousins. I mean, probably before he was really truly famous, like. But I've met him a couple times. But that's that's about it for celebrities for me. Right. Mrs. Wayne has met Bono or seen Bono. Really, that is that's so an A lister, like ten times higher on
0: the list than anyone you
1: yeah. have. How, yeah, how well, she about? she traveled a lot, marsha so I think it was in in Boston. All right,
0: that's a real good one. I mean, I don't don't get it's me wrong. Text. I don't I don't like you two in the slightest. But I mean, you can't can't knock Bono.
1: That's an A plus lister right yeah. there.
0: Um, so I told you the when I met Chick Fil A or Archer Chris Archer and Chick Fil A right? <laughs> right yeah um,
1: in your awkward au- conversation
0: it wasn't awkward I, just, I it uh-huh. wasn't awkward I just lied to him I mean that that's that's, that's what fine. it comes down to yeah um, so uh, where my my parents have a place down in Florida is actually in a um, it's a park that's just down the road from the Rays and uh, one time we saw Kyle Farnsworth walking his dog around the park uh, shirtless he had a motorhome that was in the in the park. Um, because, what kind of
1: dog does the Farns have?
0: It was like um, little yippee dog, I bet. Oh no, it was it was a ginormous dog. I want to really? say like maybe a boxer. Okay, I mean it was it was a substantially sized dog, as you would imagine from Kyle Farnsworth. Yeah, um, I would imagine the second he leaves any sort of like professional obligation, Shirk pops right off.
1: <laughs> right right.
0: down. Um, but probably the biggest one is uh, when I'm out. I was out with one of my friends who's. Every time I go somewhere with him, we see someone famous. Um, but we saw Ryan Sheckler, um, downtown Chicago at Giordano's, who's a skateboarder. He's, he's a who's young. That?
1: I don't know. He was oh, on a... the young people. Oh, yeah. sure. Throw me under the bus. All young people would know him. <laughs> I see how it
0: is. He was on a, a show on MTV. I didn't I didn't watch it, but but other people did. Um, yeah. So I saw him at Giordano's. We, ah. we essentially ate pizza together
1: youths ah, youths.
0: Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show you can on twitter i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at Comeric eric and the show is at podcastianos on instagram i am at jordino 4 facebook.com backslash podcastianos and we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe rate and review us on itunes google play soundcloud uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on and one more announcement i'm running a uh 50 jelly bean so to speak fantasy football league um 12, 12 teams still have a few uh spots to fill um not show related just just playing with your boy um if you're interested slide into the old dms and i'll uh, i'll send you the invite eric i'm assuming you are not interested
1: uh maybe if you doubled it and paid me a hundred jelly beans but probably not if you just i don't, I don't know
0: 50. that you're understanding exactly how how this fantasy thing works they, they will be paying me, not,
1: not vice versa. Oh, oh well, well, then definitely no. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Janos.
0: ESPN 30 for 30 announcer voice. What if I told you the Tigers had a chance <laughs> to face the Oakland A's for three straight and face Brett Anderson, Edwin Jackson, and Trevor Cahill? What if I told you they could only <laughs> scratch out one run in that series across 31 innings? Now, what if I told you that wraps up a season series with Oakland having dropped all seven games?
1: Ouch. Is that true? It is true. I looked at the games and I added it up. A person could have decided to watch eight. uh, If they they could have watched eight hours in 43 minutes of Detroit Tigers baseball and they would have witnessed one Tigers run being scored. Almost nine hours. But by the time you add in the last game and little, you could have watched nine hours of Tigers baseball and see, saw Candelario knock in that one run, and that is
0: it. Not to mention the fact that you had to stay up until the middle of the night to to watch all of those hours of Tigers baseball.
1: I mean, uh, this is an entertainment product, right? I mean, like, in, in air quotes here. <laughs> <laughs> we we're we're among the top of the list people who love the tigers they are beloved they occupy a space in our hearts hearts and minds that other people don't don't have and we we love i have affection but it was kind of like this this is not good this this is a, a bad product right now
0: yes i feel like one might say it was miserable that's the word i have down <sighs> in my notes um is this growing pains or do you think there's actually something a little more going on here
1: what what hitters do we have that are above league average? Uh,
0: none. Oh, Castellanos.
1: Nick, Nick, Nick Castellanos
0: Nicky is, is well above league average.
1: Miguel Cabrera, but he he's well up. for first baseman, he's you know a little above league average for first baseman. At every other position at the plate, were were not good. But still, we're not
0: this bad. I mean, and obviously, this is True. You know, taking things out of context because we just, you know, won two in a row against the Reds, which, which but did broke you your see... streak. By the way, I'm I was sorry oh, about that yeah. one.
1: The alternating, yeah. you see, what um, Martin hit two bombs for Cleveland already.
0: Yes, but it, I mean, truly, it doesn't matter if Martin hits two bombs for Cleveland or two bombs for us. We but still drop every single one of those games <laughs> this weekend and yeah. score three runs across three games or one. I mean. <sighs> I don't
1: know. It's it's not uh, – the pitching has been good. I mean the pitching has been reasonable and and exciting to watch. But when you have in the back of your mind, like this team is not going to scratch together any wins to make – or excuse me, any runs to make this interesting. It just makes it um, unfun.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, I would say for the first – two-thirds of the season we probably overachieved in a substantial way
1: yes we are
0: now you know regressing to the mean as far as what could have been expected from this team to begin with and obviously when that's the case you're going to have um out of the ordinarily bad results to compensate for how good they they possibly were and we came into the season expecting to have Miguel Cabrera in the lineup we're finally starting to um I feel the effects of that I would say um, and
1: so we, we like you said we started out pretty hot and pretty good. Um, given that, with that in mind, let, I got some questions for you. Um, OPS on base pl- plus slugging it's a good measurement of hitting in the American League. There's 15 teams. Where do you think we rank in OPS coming into today's game? I'd say 13th, uh, 14th, 14th. Royals second to last. Kansas City's yeah. worse. How about runs scored?
0: I mean, we got to be 12th,
1: 14th as well. Oh, only second worst only to um, Kansas City. City. (laughs) How about home runs hit?
0: We have to be dead last in homers. We
1: are dead last
0: in the American. It is shocking how little power we have as a club.
1: No power. We are the second worst um, offense in the American League. Now, at the pitching level, um, we're a league average in almost um, all the pitching stats. And that's bullpen and starters now. And you, you know how bad some of the middle relief has been for us. So our starting pitching has been really good, actually. And our starting uh, p- our, our pitching overall is is league average. Mm-hmm. But the offense is wo- woeful.
0: Yeah, it's it's the karmic re- retribution for all those years when we had um, sluggers. <laughs> yeah, all those sluggers. And, and obviously we had some rotations to go with, too. Um, but the thing I was, I was noticing, Nico hit third or fourth. Yeah. Third or fourth in every yeah, game yeah. this week. Like, I, well, I love Nico. I was on him from the first second I saw him swing a bat. And he is, I mean, he wouldn't hit third or fourth on most triple A teams. Like, he, he is not that profile.
1: Coming um, into this season with his time in, in Minnesota, I believe he struck out nine out of his first 15 at-bats with the royals struck out or excuse me with the twins and then he was coming into this year and i'm like if you would have told me oh yeah for a good portion of the season uh he's gonna be hitting third for you i would have said Hmm. uh collect my tears in this bucket (laughs) because that is pitiful and i i'm not quite there but it's pretty sad it's it's not good i love nico but yeah,
0: exa- exactly. Uh, Nico is a fun player. He he sure. has some some attributes to him that none of the other players on the team have, he, like being exciting. But yes, um, on a,
1: would imagine uh, what kind of utility player, late bat off the bench, he'd be for a good team. Yeah, he could, awesome. he, could be,
0: he could be useful. He'd
1: yeah. be he'd be he'd make a World Series team for sure as a utility guy.
0: Yeah, he's he right. is. Romine minus defensive ability and plus, plus offensive that. ability. And he's yeah. faster, <laughs> just broke, broke down all of, all of their traits in two sentences,
1: but we can save people a lot of scouting. Yeah. Just listen to the old podcast.
0: Um, so they've been terrible. They were, they were, yeah. they were good against the, the reds. Mike fires got hit by a pitch and drew Verhagen came in and diced. I mean, that pretty much sums up our last week. No, I mean, yeah, Drew's been better. Drew has been good. Um, I mean, I don't want to ju- for the long. <laughs> I don't want to jump back in, but I mean, truly, I was never out. Let's let's be honest. That's I true. still think there's there's something there. I I will say that until that I die. Flag.
1: Yeah, yeah dry, fly that flag with pride, man.
0: I I am the only one flying it, so I, I suppose I'll I'll fly it, fly it proud. Um, let's move on to the trade deadline. Um, only one move: Leonis Martín, as previously mentioned, goes to the Indians for shortstop Willie Castro. who I believe was their eighth best prospect. Um, An MLB Pipeline currently lists him as our 10th. He has got off to a flying start, um, according to Zeke Jennings, who can be found on Twitter, at Zeke Jennings. Um, New hashtag Tiger shortstop Willie Castro is 7 for 19 with five extra base hits at Erie um, since the trade with Cleveland on the 31st, which that's pretty, you know, hashtag good.
1: Yeah, a good job. That was a a solid trade. I mean, there's a few... Uh, blemishes in his game, Willie's game. I mean, but uh, he was kind of a still a strong prospect to yeah. get for Martine.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're clearly not the first ones to say this, but we weren't trading Leonis Martine for a prospect who didn't have some right. sort of blemishes in his yeah. game. We weren't getting Obviously. a top one, two, three, four, five guy in somebody's system. Right. Unless it was Red Sox system because Dombrowski's already made that thing barren. Right. But, um,
1: yeah, I mean, and it's a middle infielder, right? Yeah, Which we,
0: we've talked about needed that. Needed
1: some help. Go right? find
0: somebody kind of in that, the middle, middle range of the minor leagues and yep. just start putting some people there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Emily tweeted that a lot of the scouts she's been talking to think that they're, that we did very, very well with the list of players that we had available for him. I yeah. mean, there's only so much you can do
1: and, since he did such a good job there, tell me, Hall, uh, educate me. Why haven't we traded some of our other pieces? Shouldn't we be getting awesome minor leaguers for them as well?
0: Well, the line is, is that there was no interest. I think, I mean, that was what was coming out from the B writers after the deadline. Um, are you buying that?
1: Um, Mostly, yes. Okay, so really? there was a little kerfuffle right. with uh, fires to Oakland, and um, Fennick kind of stubbed his toe on a oh, premature well, report, uh, shall we say? It happens. Um, but I, I think the word on the street afterwards from some of the A's people was, yeah, they kind of had some interest in fires and would probably give up, uh, you know, some double, some single A pitcher for him or something like that. But I mean, if you're the Tigers, is it hardly worth? Is it worth even doing if you can't get somebody? Decent, and yeah, especially you, or with get it, some money. I mean, especially with that,
0: another year of control. I mean, if they would have, if they yeah. would have sent some international, uh, bonus pool money our way, then, then I would have been interested in that. Sweet,
1: sweet <laughs> bonus pool money.
0: Um, but the thing is, is it's not out of the realm of possibility that he still goes. I mean, the he, he's not, he could pass through waivers quite easily. Um, I mean, not to wish ill on anyone, but what we really need is a, um, an injury in the rotation for for a contender, which we may have gotten with uh, Lance McCullers going on the DL. It worked well for them once. Do it again.
1: Yeah, right. right. So Fires is a fascinating case because yeah, he... Um, A team has control of him next year, but he's making like six million bucks, I believe. So, I mean, would you non tender him? I mean, if the A's were concerned about his salary next year, they could always non tender. Yeah, absolutely. But the Tigers could really use him next year. I mean, we, we could use another piece. I
0: feel like I've gone affordable. on and on about this. But Mike Fires like, he is going through a really strong patch right now. But Mike yeah. Fires is not an above-average major league pitcher. We right, needed right. to move him before he goes back to being <laughs> Mike. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm very appreciative of what he's done for us. He's been way better than any of us expected. Um, but he is definitely pitching above his skill set. I would yep. love to see him go before he, you know, turns back into the proverbial pumpkin. But that, that's just so, me.
1: Yeah, he's a fascinating, fascinating case. I, I mean, there was nobody else really. Well, Liriano. Yeah, I mean,
0: Liriano. I mean, that was why we signed him. I mean, we we said at the beginning of the year, if we can't move him at the deadline, the experiment will have been a failure. I mean, it's not looking great, but he he cool. could still go. Also, um, you know, yeah, obviously maybe there, there's still some time before the the other deadline. I would say one of the two of them at least goes. Pro- probably could fire. be. Um, yep. uh, oh.
1: Iglesias. Do you want to talk about Iglesias?
0: I do. Let's let's now or later. Uh, just just a sec. I have one more question for you. What's your all-time favorite um deadline deal trade?
1: Oh man, that was a good question. Okay, so there's different levels of this. Like the one that I hung on the most and was probably most excited about. Like I still remember where I was. It was when we got David Price. I thought that was so exciting and so like at the time, it David Price been. was a beast, was an absolute beast. And I thought like this is gonna be, this is gonna be it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it didn't quite work out that way. Um, I, I but don't as remember far- that part. I-
0: yeah. I blacked out for that part.
1: As far as in retrospect, um, another favorite trade of mine was when we got um, Polanco for oh. uh, Urbina. You did two things there. You got a really solid piece, a great player, a fun guy, a good contributor for a, an awesome team, and you got rid of arsonist Uga Urbina. Yeah, he, and, and I murderer think that, too, you know, right? Yeah, he tried to kill a guy with fire. Oh,
0: attempted murderer. Okay, my my yeah, apologies, Zuki. I, I didn't want to. Okay, think that was it. So the execution Sorry. was the problem, not the plan,
1: or so to speak. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so to speak. Um, um. So obviously, I mean, the big one was Cabrera, but everybody forgets Dontrell Willis came over in that. So <laughs> as as uh, clear as Dombrowski's vision was to get uh, Cabrera, the Dontrell thing who immediately got a big contract did not work out so well
0: to be fair had he kept pitching at the level he was at can you imagine getting an ace dontrell and miggy i mean
1: yeah you can only go with
0: the information you have at the time that's that's what i'll say for dave
1: but and how is dave supposed to know like he don'trell willis would completely lose the ability to throw strikes yeah i mean like the wheels
0: how many other people off. have ain't keeled like that i mean it's pretty much just the two of them
1: oh yeah that was that was so hard to watch i watched one time i think it don trell threw uh 10 balls in a row walked a guy on four pitches walked a guy on four pitches and the next two pitches were also balls and i was just like was
0: oh that in america God. i might have been there for that
1: could game. be could be yeah
0: anyway um so my my favorite one wasn't a deadline deal. It was it was in the winter sometime, but it was the Fister for Robbie Ray, uh, Kroll, and Lombardozzi. Um oh, My dad I think texted Infamous. me that it happened. I was like, all right. I kind of I kind of like Robbie Ray. I'd done a little read on him prior, and Fister was you know kind of getting on. I'm like, all right, I like it. Then I go. You to,
1: like that trade? You're like the only person who liked that
0: trade. You, Everybody. Oh, for that sure. Trade. I went I went to Twitter. And my phone literally just engulfed with flames from the hatred that I saw. Yeah, I mean, everybody hated that deal. It, it turned out to, I mean, had we kept Robbie Ray, that yes. would have been a great deal. Like, it would have re- been the return yep. was good. We just cashed him in a little too early. To be fair, he was terrible in the Tigers in the Tigers right. uniform,
1: and the fans hated him because they loved Fister. Like, so he was like, fair, uh, Fister was a, t- was
0: a fan favorite. I mean, yeah, it was good for us.
1: He like so Robbie Ray was like tainted merchandise. I almost felt like the front office like, well, let's just move him on, maybe green is good well, or I, as good or better. I definitely
0: think i I definitely think there was a bit to it of that, okay, let's move on to Iggy. um this is what I want to talk about. Evan Woodbury, our buddy wrote a piece this week um talking about how he leads the American League in the analytical portion of what decides the gold glove winner mm. um incredibly busy trade deadline and there was no hint of interest in him whatsoever what do you make of this like i was looking at he um he leads the team not the not the hitters the team in wins above replacement um admittedly it's not like a huge uh accomplishment this season but i mean he he leads the team leads team in steals um and you remember when he was hitting like oh sixty nine? 69 he's up to 270 on the year why does nobody want him
1: I'll tell you why nobody wants him. The he's got a, a, an elite glove, shall we say. He's he's near the top and for sure the metrics and other things. He's got an elite glove, but he does not have an elite bat for a shortstop. Yep. He's got maybe average a little below average. The problem is the perception anyway is the the the, the space between an elite glove and an average glove is is smaller than the the spread between an elite bat at shortstop and an average bat at shortstop, and I think that that margin that marginal gain for getting an elite bat at, at shortstop is where the money is. Because for a thought experiment, imagine um, uh, Dixon Machado. Imagine um, you know, it'll f- pick your favorite mediocre shortstop. These guys all can catch it at short, right? Yep. And and so they don't give you a, a lot of bad. Like you can find glove-first shortstops everywhere. You could bring up El uh, Cantara right now for us and his glove would play at the major league level. Right? Yep. So you can find those guys that the the big money and the desire is the shortstops are going to hit. Yeah. And, and with some power
0: yeah he I, w- I was doing some some research and by that i mean i looked at his baseball reference page um he right. has 363 no. at bats this year 35 extra base hits like that right. is p- t- paltry and right. probably even more concerning 15 walks in know 363 right. at bats like yeah clearly in the
1: modern game that doesn't make as much sense no
0: i think that the question is is what do you do next year like we have a void all all of our shortstop prospects are at erie like we have nothing at toledo so we're still a a year away from any sort of impact do you stick with a guy like nico or ronnie rod somewhere like someone like that um or do you find a similar level somebody else is essentially jose iglesias somebody that we haven't had in town before or do you try and bring him back at a rock bottom price i mean those are essentially the three options
1: well, I, I think you look at his price, right? I mean, if if it's like the trade deadline and he does not have many suitors, I think you you could sign him for a a reasonable two or three year deal, couldn't you?
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, you, do you want him for a two or three year deal?
1: I mean, is it going to be less than that? I mean, that would be a pretty light market.
0: He's he's not going to have a whole lot in the way of suitors out there. I think. I mean, you might be able to sign him as bring him back on, on a, a
1: one year on deal. A you back think one
0: year deal? I mean.
1: Oh for sure that I would. There's no bad one year deals.
0: I mean that's, that's definitely true.
1: There's no bad one year deals is the is the trope, but I, somebody's going to pick him up for a couple 3 years, won't they? Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. If we'll he see. can't trade him. I mean, now I, I, I'm assuming his price is reasonable now. Now he's getting towards the end of his arbitration time. I mean, he he's getting paid pretty handsomely with the Tigers now. I mean, he's is he going to get a pay cut. I don't know what his number is, but I can't, it's I can't imagine
0: he's going to stay at the level he's at. I mean, he he's been OK I mean, this year, but he hasn't been.
1: I mean, was he I, I should have, like, looked at. You know, numbers and facts before I talked about it. But, like, I don't, I'm trying to remember if he was really a non tender candidate last year. I don't think so. I think there was, I think he was reasonable enough yet. I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Enough baseball. Let's move on to the other, (laughs) to the other sport we like. I'm sure nobody will want to hear this other than three or four. But the Premier League starts on Friday. My club, Manchester United, kicks things off on Friday. I believe it's three o'clock. I'll be I'll be watching that off the DVR. Ooh. But anyway, I thought we should we should preview it a little bit. Um just some quick hot takes. Top 4 leading score. Who do you think's going to win it all?
1: Um Man, you're going to have to hold my hand through this haul. Uh you got Salah, I mean, ran away with it last year, right? He did. So we're starting so, with leading score. So probably him. All right. Again, why not? I'm I'm going to go with Lukaku
0: and it's not just a United bias. Dude was all over the place in the World, World Cup. Cup. He he's no. in form. I I think Big Rom could get to thirty in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Signing of the season. Do you have one? Uh, pff, no.
1: All right. <laughs> um. Fulham got Mitro. That's about all I know.
0: I, I very well think that could be the signing of their. They already had him for half the year. So I, last year. So I don't know if that exactly counts.
1: Yeah, he scored a lot of goals for them.
0: Um okay, who who do you think are going to finish in the top 4? And and the big question is why?
1: Okay, so the the Manchester pair, right? Mm-hmm. And then um uh Liverpool, I guess. Uh and then I don't know. Uh Tottenham.
0: So the same same four as last year. I I, I
1: does that sound reasonable? Oh, definitely.
0: Was, that would be my guess. Sure. Um, so who wins it?
1: City, dude. City is so
0: good. Um, how do you think Newcastle finishes this year?
1: Man, if they could match their finish from last year, I'd be tickled pink. And they finished 10th. Um, so I think they'll they'll finish right. I'm hoping they'll finish right there again. So, uh, you know, 11th, 12th, someplace in there I'm hoping for.
0: All right. So here
1: they I got have... Kennedy. They they got Kennedy on a loan deal and he was such a huge part of them. And they're going to have him for a whole season. I think Kennedy is a huge help. And you brought back
0: that gonna... keeper that was really good last year too, right?
1: Yeah. Dubrov, uh, Dubrovsky or whatever his name is. Sure, Martin. De... Yeah. I forget his name. Uh, but I love yeah, it he's... when
0: guys like that have first names like Martin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good. Um, and I think we were closing the deal on this uh, uh, Rondon.
0: No, Solomon Rondon from, from West Solomon, from. Yeah, yeah. Um So here's mine. I'll just go quick. Liverpool, I think, is going to win it all. Um, I know City is obviously the bookies' favorite, but um, they, I, I would hate to see Liverpool win it, don't get me wrong. But they're just so strong up front, and they fixed the defense a little bit um, with Van Dijk coming in last, last January. The midfield's good. I, I don't know. They're, I think they could very well do it. Um, I also have City, Spurs, and United, of course, um, in my top four. I'm I'm, I'm super excited for the season to start. I am not excited in the slightest for the United portion of this of the season to start. We're going to be so dull again. Um, I do have a couple hot takes for you. Um, Newcastle, I think, is yeah. going to go down. No offense.
1: They're not going down, dude. They're well, such a they, mess. They're such they,
0: a mess. They, they could. Do you, we
1: need a we need a couple more guys for no, sure?
0: November first is Rafa still the manager?
1: Yeah. I think so. All right. Rafa, I mean, if they haven't chased him off by now, I mean, that's true. That's a good point. He's shown some heart.
0: Um, let's see, two more. Uh, Fulham. I think they finish in the top half and they push for Europe. Um, they're probably going to be the team that everyone um, jumps on the bandwagon for. And I think Harry Kane doesn't reach double figures goals in the league. That huh. is that is the hottest take that I that I could possibly have come up with for this one. Good. All right. Are you ready to rant about something?
1: Yeah, my beef of the week here. I, you know, I just hinted at this a little, a little bit before um, our podcast started, and then I was, I'm experiencing um, saw some lower GI um, activity. Oh, so little we're going of, here. Okay, cool. A little bit of Montezuma's <laughs> revenge going on. You know, I'm not going to lay out any details, but I, I want to. So I'm experiencing that. And also, I was in a, um, a gas station restroom in Wayland. Wayland, Michigan is south of Grand Rapids. Anyway, and I went to this gas station expecting a gas station bathroom. And it was, like, the nicest bathroom I've ever been in in a, for a gas station. Not the nicest one ever, but for a gas station, for it was gas really station, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's and scale. it got me thinking, like, why? why do public restrooms have to be so awful and i've heard this is a uniquely american thing like in japan and other places in the world public restrooms are are really quite nice but here in america i mean you have these uh you know steel partitions right and and th- maybe the little latch works maybe not and there's the gap you know so you're looking out and you can see through the little gap while you're using the facilities there. That's not very private or nice. Why can't you just have like a nice little enclosure with a with a door and so you can use the restroom in some peace? And you know public restrooms inevitably have the the worst toilet paper ever. It's it's always it's awful, abysmal, yep. It's industrial. <laughs> and you know nobody wants that. So just like we're we're America. We're we're a good Place. We're a leader in the world. Why can't we have better restrooms? That's that's might be for the week.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I've never I've never thought about it that closely. I've I can't say it comes up, but that's a really good point.
1: Thank you, thank you, Jordan.
0: All right, let's move on to things that I saw on the side of the road while running. And I actually saw this one a couple of weeks ago, but um, it was maybe when Emily and Hook. Or I don't want to when one of the weeks you were off, and I'm like, you know what? Nope. I'm saving this story for when Eric comes back cuz <laughs> oh, I think boy. he'll appreciate this. Mm. Um so I was running through through this neighborhood. I would say it's a little bit more of a ritzy neighborhood. It's Ooh. um you know, there's some some nicer hoods around where I live. Not not mine, but where other people live. Um, Let's get that
1: cherry money going in there. Yeah. Definitely
0: sure. the cherry money. Um so I'm I'm running up uh and I see like out of the corner of my eye like something almost like darts and I'm like Bear. It wasn't a bear. It was. <laughs> um, it was the best way I could describe it, it. was like a yard Roomba. It was a little circle Roomba looking dude that was going back and forth cutting their grass. Did you know there's wow. like grass cutting robots out there?
1: I, I guess conceptually I did, but I, I've never really experienced one. I've seen r- remote control ones. Like big I mean, industrial remote control on Mars, but never like a Roomba one.
0: Yeah, I mean there was there wasn't anyone bus? outside. I mean, I guess they could have been outside um, yard, um, you know, inside with their remote control. But I mean, it was it was doing a pretty decent job. I have to I have to admit, it looks nicer than when I cut cut our grass out front. <laughs> um, well,
1: it should it's 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 a robot. It's computer programmed. You should, the line should be straight. I'll
0: tell you what, my my yard would look impeccable if I had a robot to do all of my yard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. That's to-
1: impressive. That, it must. Yeah, it's that Traverse City cherry money up there. You just get yard buzz all going all over.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Bring that thing to my house.
1: All right, maybe let- it was Carter's. <laughs> maybe
0: I'm guessing Carter probably has some property on some lake somewhere. Let's let's be honest. We have we have a few of them. I'm sure he can probably probably manage all right let's move on to twitter questions hello this is eric's mom and you're listening to the podcastianos um the first one comes oh before i do that if you want to get in touch with the show i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at comeric eric and the show is at podcastianos and if you want to get in touch with us the old-fashioned way podcastianos at gmail.com which is funny that i say that that's the old-fashioned way because when you were a kid people had to like put stamps on letters no yes
1: I learned how to write in school with a pen and stuff. It's much cursive. I learned uh, learned cursive in school. Did you learn cursive in school?
0: Yeah, and I actually still write majority in cursive, I would
1: say. Doesn't surprise Mm -hmm. me for me. Really? No.
0: I'm a man's man. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of my my little quirks. All
1: right. Do you take pride in your pen personship? Oh, yeah. For sure.
0: I have have very good penmanship. Uh, Whitney would tell you that. Pen
1: personship. Pen (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, Dave Dewitt asks us: uh, grocery store use scans, hate them, love them, discuss.
1: You know, after um, being in Guatemala and being in the Upper Peninsula, um, you know, you realize that the 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 ratio of the cost of capital to the ratio to the cost of labor. And you just see like in more urban areas, like the cost of capital is cheaper than labor. And so you get these like kiosks and stuff everywhere. But I really miss kind of the personal touch of like interacting with a human. I really do. No, don't give me that face. Like I would prefer to, if the line wasn't crazy long, I would like a person to, you know, scan my groceries and help me check out. But the expediency and the and the ease makes, makes the use scans fine. Yes. Because the lines are shorter.
0: If I have the choice between talking with somebody or not talking with somebody, 100% of the time, I'm going to pick to not talk with them. Oh, you're such the, a hermit. Stop. <laughs> the problem with that is you have to wait for the light to go from red back to green before you can scan your next thing. And heaven forbid you don't wait. And, yeah. you know, you try to scan something. Unexpected item in oh the Oh, my gosh. It Unexpected out.
1: item in the bagging area.
0: That's Unex- that yeah, I, that is my. I don't know which is worse, you know, having to deal with a robot like that or having to deal with a person. You know, I, it, the the one that drives me nuts is when you're at Sam's. I don't know if this do you, do you have a Sam's membership?
1: Uh, my Sam's is called Costco, but yes.
0: Anyway, so at at Sam's they have the you know the U checks, and they'll have they got probably a five or ten of them in Traverse City, and you'll be scanning, 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 and the the like attendant is just hovering over you like i'm i'm familiar with what i'm like if i need help i'll I'll come to you but i don't need you like looking over my shoulder as i'm scanning my six items all of which are chocolate chips like just leave me alone it's like the uh gas station attendant like are, do you think i not i don't know how to like pump gas and put in the credit card i've done this before
1: See, I'm I experienced the opposite issue. Like, I, I, you know, I miss kind of a person around to kind of help you. A little bit of the human touch. A little smile now and then. Come on.
0: I, that, that's what Twitter's for. <laughs> that, that's a joke. <laughs> uh, the next one comes in from our buddy Keenan uh, at Tiger underscore Lifer. Uh, what are your respective best 5K times?
1: Oh, man. I'm trying to think maybe 28 minutes, something like that. <laughs> I actually, um, <laughs> That's about right.
0: I use the, the Nike running app. So I was actually able to, to look it up. Um, the best time is, I had is 21 minutes and 53 seconds. So there is a very specific answer um, to your question. Wow.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was 30, like a half hour. I don't know. Something like That's that.
0: Like 10 minute miles. You could walk a 5k in 30. Did
1: minutes. I stutter haul? <laughs> yeah, okay, no. So maybe it was. It's somewhere. You know, I am thinking like eight and a half, nine minute miles. I think at one point I was able to do. You were able. Like, a... I, I there was a time when I ran a little bit and I could. I could run the whole thing.
0: Seven seven minute. Seven to eight minute miles. I I bet. I bet you could do that when you were a kid.
1: You don't even remember. You don't even know or remember. Like, uh, like for a lot of people, like to run three point. Was it three point one miles? Something like that. To run to run a five k all the way through. I mean, that's that's an achievement for a lot of folks. I would say.
0: When when you were a kid and when you were running, did they have shoes or did you just like
1: run barefoot? Sure. Make fun of the old fat kid. See how it is. (laughs)
0: There was no fat joke in there. I mean, I could have gone that direction if you wanted. No, that was just, that was just old. You
1: just hate the pores. I see how it is. No <laughs> that was no poor joke either. That was just an old joke. <laughs>
0: uh, Jeremy Troya at Jeremy underscore Troya asks, "Why don't the Tigers ever play good on their West Coast trips? With the Angels coming up, it reminds me that they I never do. win in Anaheim against the Angels. Angels. Good.
1: The the uh, Angels. Uh, I think the time difference has a big thing to do with it. Do you ever? I mean, when I travel, I just get a little out of sorts.
0: Yeah, I was. I'm sure that I didn't um, read this. I'm sure it was said to me in a podcast. But there's a, an NFL stat about team East Coast teams going west for one o'clock games, and they have terrible records. Like there's there's like hard data to back it up. Um,
1: yeah, some I'm, teams are hiring um, sleep scientists. Did you hear about this? No, I think the Tigers may though. even have. Them.
0: We have one, really.
1: It's like a maybe not on staff full time, but I think they've have like a consultant who's I mean, like coaching them up and sleeping. Super, and stuff. It is
0: super important. I mean, I I'm yeah. I wasn't dismissive of that. I'm I'm surprised that we as a club are already <laughs> have one. That was that was more my um, my pessimism. Yeah, I think it it's a lot to do with that, and you know, it's just guys that we're not as familiar with. I mean, I don't think the Tigers are staying up and watching too many West Coast games when. As opposed to seeing East Coast, like, I mean, there's just, I think you're, they're more familiar with some of the players on the East Coast, as are all fans everywhere.
1: And uh, generally, I mean, uh, they've been pretty decent teams, right? Yeah. I mean, so that makes a big difference. True.
0: Um, at David Cook, 1959 says when our broadcasters say Vmart has a 300 plus average against any team or pitcher, should they be required to add past performance does not guarantee future <laughs> results?
1: Just like your uh, stock broker <laughs> the prospectus. Um, maybe they should.
0: I mean, it, it couldn't hurt. Um, uh, our buddy Jed from across the pond, who I'm sure he has an opinion on my my Liverpool prediction. Um, what's more likely to happen first: five Victor Reyes major league home runs or twenty five Dal Lugo major league walks?
1: Oh. oh, how do you pick? I think there is a
0: legitimate um, chance that we don't see either of
1: those. Lugo? Oh, for, I don't. I don't think so either. Lugo is not only not good at walking, he's starting to slip down some of these prospect lists. And it's because some of his performances altogether have been not so much.
0: My, my initial thought on that is he will have to get the chance to get 25 walks. Yeah. Iglesias has 15 walks over the course of two thirds of a season this year playing
1: every single day. Like I legitimately, I'm taking Reyes. Yeah.
0: But, Victor Reyes isn't hitting five major league home runs either. I, I, yeah, I would given, say
1: given those options, though, I'm taking Reyes.
0: Yeah, I, I'd probably agree with that. I'd say smart money says that neither of those actually happen. Correct. Um, Nicholas Haller asks, how likely uh, will our boy Blaine Hardy uh, be to make the rotation out of spring training next year?
1: I don't know. Um, his numbers are, are getting beyond fluke levels, though. He's getting some innings in. Um Tokars, who's my my bro, who I have a love hate relationship with. Love you, Tokars. He um he wrote a little bit about Hardy and if he keeps his home rate or his home run rate down, he's probably yeah, he's a starter for this club and should be. He he look he had a no hitter through what? Seven, six? Something like He's looking strong. I mean
0: Obviously, we come at this from a very uh, biased point of view. But, I mean, how do you take that out of the rotation? I have a hard time computing a scenario in my mind that has him be one of the five starters that break camp next year. Just based on reputation, pedigree, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But, I mean, if you're looking at the organization and you're picking the five best guys to start games to start the year... As of right now, there is no doubt that he is in that group, for sure. So, hope that answers the question. Uh, Anthony Troy asked, "Why do we drive on parkways and park in driveways?" Hmm. Don't know. Really, I figured you no. of all people would have some something deep to say about that one.
1: Um. No. no. All right. Although, who calls a who calls a highway a parkway? Where do you, I mean? The only Parkway that I really know about is Parkway Tropics, which is a strip club here in Grand Rapids. That's about. I mean, where else are you finding parkways?
0: We have a like, Parkway in town, Bayfront Park. Do you? Yeah, it's it's one of the names for Thirty One.
1: I'm just saying it's a it's a rare name for a street, so you know people get out of bed out of shape about it, but. To be fair, I don't know know that anyone is actually getting bent out of shape about this. (laughs) Hey, it's my straw, man. Let me build them how I want to. (laughs) Also, a driveway is for driving on. Yes, you may park your car there, but it's really an approach way to your garage. You do drive on a driveway.
0: We don't all have garages. Stop making fun of the (laughs) (laughs) poor.
1: Who's hanging out with people with yard buzz all day? Come on. (laughs)
0: Uh, Hookslide, everybody at Hookslide23 asked If I ship five bottles of different syrups to Jordan Will he do a live blind taste test To see if he can identify the Mrs. Buttersworth So you're asking if I will eat free sugary food That you send to me yes i will I will do that that is that is something that
1: can be arranged. There is zero chance you're pulling out mrs. Buttersworth. This is something that he
0: that we discussed over over the internet this past week. Something about Mrs. Buttersworth apparently is very distinctive, which I didn't know but i I, I told him this but um, and I'm sure you will make fun of me for how much of a millennial I am, but um, Whitney and I have a uh, local Uh, syrup maker that that we like they have like a a coffee bean vanilla syrup we get it up up in charlevoix
1: oh it's an artisanal syrup (laughs) handcrafted tap from hand massage maple trees Mm, i see
0: yeah you do see
1: eat it Uh, with a tiny silver fork. no i Mm. eat it on on
0: breakfast pastries just like everyone else
1: you eat you eat your syrup on breakfast Pastries. Uh not like a not like a pancake or a flapjack. You have is, I see.
0: Is that not what, what pancakes are called? Breakfast pastries? <laughs> Breakfast starches? Is that is that better?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just busting your balls all.
0: Huh? I am aware. Uh, Brandon Kerr uh, at F S F S F H Comish. That is very hard to say. Um, yeah. says, How would you try jalapeno juice? Sip it, shoot it. Uh, or in your coffee or favorite adult beverage?
1: Is this I a, feel like I missed is this. this? A thing? I think it was I th- I th- I'm, I kind of wasn't paying attention, but I saw Gibson on the broadcast sipping something. So maybe they were talking about jalapeno juice.
0: Gotcha. I typically uh, I watch a lot of the time with the volume off until Johnny comes on. Obviously.
1: So this must have been a thing. Um, I, I would say jalapeno juice would probably be best with tequila, wouldn't
0: it? I don't know. I don't, have, I don't have a ton in the way of drinking experience, so you're kind of oh, on your own yeah.
1: yeah, sorry. But n- not in coffee.
0: No, definitely That's... not in coffee. I'd rather just drink it straight.
1: <laughs> to tie this together, I have a, a good or shameful story. We're up at the UP, and I like my coffee with cream and sugar. Well, we ran out of sugar. So what did we have that was, like, sweet? And so I can add to Dates. my coffee? No, syrup. <laughs> Dates. Dates are sweet. No. So I just hit it with some – I think it was Mrs. Buttersworth. So cream, boom, Mrs. Buttersworth put in my coffee. It's fine. Did it work I out? I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's it's corn syrup, right? It's nothing but that and, you know, the suggestion of maple trees. That's all it is. <laughs> it's
0: probably true. Um Evan Would seat.
1: you drink maple Lacroix? That'd be good. Oh no, this is. I feel like
0: this is one of my uh the hot takes that I haven't gotten out yet. Lacroix is terrible. I have no idea how people oh, like Lacroix. Oh, back down. I
1: like a nice, I like a nice Lacroix. I like Lacroix is like looks.
0: getting punched in the face with basicness. Like that is all Lacroix is.
1: Okay, artisanal syrup, boy. <laughs>
0: What else we got? Evan Kennedy, we're moving on. Why doesn't uh, at MLB and Fox do pick the stick like at Fox Sports Detroit? I'd be very entertained if Joe Buck, Smoltz, and Ken Rosenthal were to do it.
1: Would, he, would you, though, really, dude? Ah, pick the stick.
0: Here's the mm. thing with the pick the stick thing. Um, Joe Buck, Ken Rosenthal, et cetera, et cetera. They don't really know a ton about the very specific players that they're calling a game for unless they're Yankees or Tigers. Or excuse me, Yankees or Red Sox. Like they don't know anything about any of the other teams. Those are the two teams that they yeah. know. Um, so it, like, it would just be guesses. They would just be picking the three most famous players on the team.
1: If pick the stick win away the next game, would would you mourn it? I would not. Would you it, mourn the departure? It, it's
0: played at this point. I, I think that's pretty. Like it, it was fun, but it's we're pushing two years now.
1: It's a little too much because there's like six selections and then there's the scoring system and I I'm starting to not feel it. I'd I'd agree with that.
0: Um, Okay. Last one. Uh, Michael Litzner asked, uh, excuse me at Litzner asks, uh, how many different ballparks have you been to either uh, to see a game or on tour?
1: I feel like you're going to kick my butt in this one. I've been to Comerica uh, guaranteed rate, (laughs) Is it called now? Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to Wrigley. I've been to the Trop. And I've been to Arizona.
0: Really? That's random.
1: Um, Yeah, we were there for spring break one year. I think it was one for one of these um, kind of the last – No, I think that was for a major league game or it was maybe one of these like last spring training games that they play in their home park. That's what I did for uh, the Trop and I think for Arizona, too. It was Bank One Ballpark at the time. I don't know what it's called. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed with that place. I thought that was cool. But uh, those are all of them I've been to.
0: All right. Let's go through here. I'll go division by division. I've been to
1: which I, one, which ones haven't you? Is that a shorter list? No,
0: I've I'm, I'm way okay. under half still at this point. I've been around Yankee stadium. I didn't get to go in okay. because it was like March or something like that. Um, I've been to, been to the Trop for uh, the East West shrine game, which is football. Yeah. So I don't know if that really counts. Still counts. Uh been to Toronto, been to Baltimore, obviously Detroit, um, been to progressive in Cleveland, that one, that's an underrated ballpark. I actually enjoyed that one.
1: I should get there. I mean, it's not that crazy far.
0: No. Um, you are right on top of the bullpen, which I know appeals to pitching nerds like me more that's than most. Think. But I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and honestly, that's where I fell in love with, with Drew Verhagen, watching him warm up in the bullpen and just watching all of you know what his pitches did. So you can, you can mark that down as the fateful day. Um, I've been to um, Guaranteed Rate Field, which is a dump. Um you can you can quote me on that one. Been to the two Texas ballparks, Houston and um Texas. Houston's ballpark is awesome. Get a minute made if you can. Um I don't know that I've been to as many NL parks. Um been to the to the uh Nationals Park, uh, been to the Cubs, obviously, been to St. Louis. I've been to a lot of places, it seems like. Um yeah, Pittsburgh. You're a I think I think that's it. I don't think I've been anywhere in the NL West. I
1: do really want to get to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is awesome.
0: In Pittsburgh. Yeah. If, if you can get to, get yourself to Pittsburgh, definitely do it. That one was yeah. was awesome. Um, then that takes us to the end of Twitter crush. Oh, one more thing: the Wrigley tour. I don't know. Did we discuss this? The Wrigley tour. A little bit. You did. Yeah. Was awesome. A little. It was history. Like you got to do a ton of stuff. You got to see everything. Highly, highly recommend the Wrigley tour. It's it's not that far from from Michigan, obviously. So if you can, do it. All right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordinio4, and we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. Um, Eric, it's been a fun fun evening. Do you have anything else to say to the people before we get out of here?
1: No. (laughs) All right.
0: With that being said, uh, we will catch you guys next week. And eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up.
1: Goodbye.